Hello there. This is the Crunchy Christian Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I am a master herbalist, aromatherapist, author, speaker, blogger, and veteran homeschooling mama of four. You can learn more about how I can equip you to pursue God's best naturally at my website, julienaturally.com. And now, today's show. Hey, everybody, it's Julie on the Crunchy Christian Podcast, where we talk about all things green and growing that God gave us. Today, we are going to talk about one of those little bit embarrassing topics. We're going to talk about foot care. Because, you know, in the summertime, you know, we all like to have our our painted toes showing out of the top of our sandals, and we like to go swimming, and we do a lot of hiking and running, and our feet really take a beating in the summertime. No more sitting around. And all that moisture in there from the hot socks and wearing covered shoes with that, it tends to cause the fungus to grow. And when we're spending a lot of time at pools and things like that, then we tend to get more of the dreaded warts. So we're going to talk a little bit today about those two things in particular with regards to our feet so that we can both avoid those things if possible and if we do get athlete's foot or warts, we can effectively treat those things with some natural remedies. Now, remember, we are not, I am not a doctor. I do not treat, diagnose, cure, or any of those kinds of things. Uh, So whatever you choose to do, that's at your own discretion with this information. So uh, I'm going to share with you some traditional things that people have done to help get rid of uh, fungal things going on with their feet and uh, and those dreaded warts that just are very painful and annoying and they just tend to linger even though they don't really cause us a great deal of harm in and of themselves. So one thing you know, we usually just go to the drugstore and get the salicylic acid to just put on the warts. Or maybe we even try one of those wart freeze little guns that you can get. Well, the thing is, is that especially with the, the wart freezing, the wart freezers can cause some nerve damage because it's you it's it's using technology that it's like cryogenic type technology to freeze the skin uh that it, it can cause damage there so we don't want to use those treatments with children and we want to use those very carefully with ourselves and preferably not at all I, I mean, is nerve damage really worth uh, getting rid of the unsightly warts? I, I, don't, I don't think so. The salicylic acid is very effective. However, it requires a lot of patience and reapplying and reapplying. 
And with children, well, we all know that they aren't always very cooperative. And in my experience, when I would use that with my kids, uh, they would just rub it off <laughs> almost right away. You know, you get that nice, that white uh, film on there after you apply it, and they just rub it off, unless they were older, of course. And then, you know, once they got older, they didn't do that so much. But with smaller children, you know, they get the warts at the pool or whatever, and uh, and they just rub that stuff right off. And they're not always very cooperative with letting you put it on them in the first place. Plus, when it's on your feet, it's, uh, it, it is hard to keep it on there consistently. It can also get a little bit expensive because um, if you're using those bandages that are pre-medicated, uh, you have to use a lot of them to, uh, to, to see some results. And sometimes the warts and even the athlete's foot can be really resistant to those treatments. Uh, there was a wart on one of my fingers. I know we're talking about feet, but you know, wherever the warts appear, they're pretty much caused by the same thing. Uh, you know, so I had one on my finger and I tried everything. I, I mean, I literally did. I tried the salicylic acid. I put it on consistently and um, it, it, it did not go away. <laughs> I, I did try the freezing thing and I tried that actually a couple of times against my own advice and it really, really hurt. Uh, but thankfully it's like a, an area where um, maybe there, I, I didn't have so much nerve damage. I don't know, but uh, it, it didn't work. I, I, I could not figure out what was going wrong. I tried those things first because my perception was that um, it would go away faster if I did that. But I was wrong and it did not go away. Uh, contrast that with my um, oldest son who had lots of warts all over his hands at one time. He had about 15 warts. I don't know how he got so many warts on his hand. It was just really gross. I know he wasn't putting his hands anywhere where he would get that, but here's a little secret. Warts are actually not caused by fungus or an outside thing. They're caused by a virus. So he must have gotten the virus um, through some other means, of course, and had a weakened immune system that caused the virus to show itself through his skin. And it really showed itself on his skin. And of course, I'm not going to use those freezing treatments on 15 different warts all over his hands. And he was a, he was a kid, right? And it's not very practical to use the salicylic acid either all over his hand. So what I did end up doing is using a essential oil combination that he just covered his whole hand in every time he washed his hands. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later and what happened with that because it was really amazing. And uh, it just stay tuned to see just how effective these 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 alternatives can be uh, to 
you know, using the typical treatments, which, as I mentioned, are very effective and usually are just fine. But it's good to have some other things in your medicine bag for those times when it's not practical or um, when they're just not effective. So as I said, it wasn't effective for me. And, um, and I had that on my finger for a long time. And it was very irritating. And of course, it's embarrassing. And you can have the same thing on your foot where it just gets larger and larger. And it's it very difficult to get rid of. Everyone knows that they uh, seem to linger for a long time. So um, one thing, of course, is to just keep your skin clean and dry. We usually get warts from the swimming pool from walk or even from showers, uh, shower stalls in dorm in dorms at colleges, uh, shared locker rooms at school or um, workout places, and at pools. Any place where there are there's a lot of water just sort of sitting there all the time, and where people are walking in and out. You should always always wear flip flops, even children. They're so cheap to get at a dollar store, right? And anybody can just pick up a cheap pair of those and just keep them for whenever you're going to need to use the shower at one of those places. Um, now I know there are right now that it may not be a, a real big issue, um, but uh, in the future it and you know, it may become an issue again. So keep that in mind. Uh, and um, even in your own home, make sure that the shower area is is always being disinfected well, so that if one person happens to have a ward on their foot, they're not infecting other members of the family in that way. So keep those things in mind. And um, As I mentioned with my son, sometimes uh, the usual ways of getting rid of those warts don't necessarily work. So what we had used was a combination of essential oils. And that combination is Thuja, Ravansara, the tea tree, as we're all familiar with, geranium, and Neuli. Those are the those are the essential oils in the co in combination that uh, when he basically he basically almost washed his hands with that. So he would wash with soap, and then he just would cover his hands. He put a little bit of oil in his hands, and then he would just you know rub it all over his hands and just let it sit and dry on his hands. And you see how that can be much easier to use on a child than using a salicylic treatment, even on the feet. You just wash their foot with that and uh, and just leave it on. Whereas if you're trying to do the salicylic thing with the Band-Aid, you know, like I said, it's, it gets kind of complicated and expensive or trying to keep putting the, the uh, little droppers of the salicylic acid right on those warts how little kids are just that just come off very quickly but with him he rubbed this all over and 
he did that several times a day, every time that he washed his hands. So several times in the day, he would just rub that all over his hands. And then after not, I don't even think it was two days, the warts started falling off. It was amazing that all of these other things we had tried did not have that effect. But once he put the combination of essential oils on there, they just started falling off and all of the warts disappeared, all of them, and have not made an appearance since then for him. So that was amazing because it was such a short period of time after all these other things that we had tried and it worked very effectively. And so that's a solution you can use with children and young people that might just be a better option than the usual drugstore option. The next thing is the athlete's foot. Now, athlete's foot is caused by a fungus. Uh, And just like any other fungus, it likes moist, warm places. Uh, You know, think of this is kind of weird, but think of mushrooms. Mushrooms are a fungus. And where do they grow? They grow in warm, moist places. Uh, So that's what they like. And so the more you can keep your feet dry and um, keep air circulating around your feet, the less likely you are to develop that. But that's not always possible. It's not very wise to go through the woods with open-toed shoes and no socks. That's just really not very practical. And it's not wise to run in open-toed shoes or sandals or anything like that either. So I, the best thing is to wear uh, socks that are made of natural materials, so cotton socks or wool socks. I know that sounds not very unpleasant for summertime, wool socks. <laughs> but um. Cotton is good, even if it's thin cotton socks, and try to get those gym shoes that have the like the breathable sides, kind of like a meshy material, so you can get some airflow in there, so you don't have quite so much of the hot sweat sitting against your skin. Uh, sweat in itself is how your body not only cools itself, but it also dumps toxins out through your sweat. So then that's just sitting against your skin and it's a perfect, perfect place for fungus to set in and um, and start eating that stuff on your skin and um, developing a little home in the top layers of your skin there. Uh, so we don't want that. So try to keep your feet dry uh, in the summertime. You can help yourself by taking a probiotic as well to keep that uh, balance of bacteria in your body in check so that your natural bacterial shield can help you defend against fungus. Uh, You can also uh, try, this this is a very interesting and super inexpensive Uh, thing to try, which is apple cider vinegar. Now, I don't know if you know this, but apple cider vinegar is actually the waste product from fermentation. So fermentation is when either bacteria or yeast are 
eating something natural and their waste product is the vinegar. So vinegar is a waste product of the yeast. So of course, vinegar then, you know, it, the waste product is poisonous to the creature that it comes from, right? So, you know, that's good for us, but not so good for the fungus, right? So you can use apple cider vinegar by soaking your feet in that. So I had one one year, I don't, I don't even know what it was. I, it didn't look like, it did not look like athlete's foot because it didn't have that usual scaly uh, type stuff on the surface. It looks a little bit like eczema. It didn't look like that. It wasn't all scaly like that. In fact, instead, it left these raw red areas and these little hard spots just under the skin. And oh my gosh, did it itch, it itch so bad. And I couldn't, I, it, it just didn't look like athlete's foot to me, but it, I knew that it had to be something kind of fungal because it, I also knew what warts look like. Most people know what warts look like, and I knew that it wasn't warts. So I thought, well, it's got to be something fungal. And at first I tried tea tree oil. Now, I didn't try the tea tree until it was the the infection was already kind of established. And then I only used the tea tree, you know, maybe once or twice a day. What happened with that was that it it helped to keep it from spreading, but it didn't make it go away. And I think that the reason for that is because I waited so long to start using it, for one. Uh, and natural treatments work best when you use them very early in the infectious process. Uh, and the second thing is I only put it on once or twice a day. Like you need to put those things on a lot for them to be effective. So that's that's what I think about what happened with the tea tree oil. But, but at any rate, I still had these hard, itchy spots on my feet. So I thought, well, I'm going to try something a little different. You know, I know that this is the waste product of these things. Let's see what happens now. I put my feet in the apple cider vinegar. And so my feet are sitting there soaking in the apple cider vinegar for 20 minutes. And then I took them out and they were kind of tingly. They felt tingly. And I thought, well, it shouldn't feel tingly if it's just regular skin. Because if you just have your hand sitting in apple cider vinegar, it doesn't feel tingly. Uh, it's like sticking in water. So I thought, oh, it's doing something. So I put it in again. And I put it in again. And after a while, I started to feel not only was my foot tingly, but there was something going on with those spots. And very soon it started to peel away. Everything just peeled away and there was my nice bright pink skin there. So try the apple cider vinegar. That is an awesome remedy for lots of things. Make sure you have that in your house. So the next thing is essential oils for athlete's foot. Now I mentioned the tea tree and I told you already that if you're going to use essential oils for this, you need to Start using them as soon as you see any symptoms. Don't wait around. Uh, essential oils are 
very effective for a variety of things. So even if it's not fungal, they are antimicrobial in general. So even if it's caused by something else, it will probably still have some effect. The best essential oils are tea tree, as I mentioned, and also lavender. And those two you can use with children and they don't necessarily have to be diluted. Uh, oregano oil and thyme oil are also very effective and they're very strongly antimicrobial oils. But those um, are what you call hot oils and those should be diluted in some other kind of carrier oil before you start applying that to your athlete's foot. And well, what if you don't have all these essential oils? What if you want to try something that is just more plant-based? Uh, I understand oils sometimes can be hard to get and are not always uh, economical for people. So we do have some herbal things that we can do. And one of the, the first things that I want to mention is garlic. Yes, garlic is a great remedy for all kinds of microbial issues, and one of them is this, is fungus. So you would want to extract the garlic, uh, you know, by simmering it very, very low heat in some kind of carrier oil. Uh, you can also do a tincture with that, and then you would put that um, on your athlete's foot. I would not squeeze the juice directly. It's also very hot uh, energetically and it you you could be, your skin could become very irritated trying to do that. So it's better if it's in some kind of a carrier oil for the garlic. Uh, the next one is a combination of calendula and myrrh. Yes, calendula is that common, marigold that people like to plant in their gardens to keep away animal pests. And uh, we use the flowers and uh, you use that, combine it with myrrh. Yes, it's the myrrh that the wise men brought to Jesus. It's a resin, comes from a tree. Uh, the resin is, you know, it's like the sap that you might see coming out of a pine tree or something like that, but it's a myrrh tree. And uh, those, again, you... Um, you have those and you make a tincture or uh, some kind of oil-based salve type thing and uh, you can apply that as well. That's also effective against athlete's foot. And the final one is, which is really kind of one of my favorites, is black walnut. And black walnut, it's the juice from the unripe holes. Uh that, uh, they, it's usually made into a tincture, which uh, you can rub over your um, athlete's foot, or you can, that, that's usually how it's made, and that's usually how it's found if you purchase your, uh, your black walnut tincture from the store. It's usually uh, that way. And that has been used by many people over centuries for a lot of different things, but it is very effective uh, for fungus and fungal infections. So that's the last one. It's also delicious 
just as a snack, you know, walnuts, just eat them uh, and eat them right out of the shells because it do, they do get rancid very quickly. So I hope that's helpful for you for your natural treatments for foot care. And I, I will see you next week. Find me on Facebook at Julie Naturally. And uh, God bless. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Show notes for today's broadcast can be found at crunchychristianpodcast.com. Hit the subscribe button now so you can join me next week. Until then, remember all you need is God, people, and growing things. God bless. God bless.